When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. Nathan Marzion, I will bring this to you because Doc Rivers, when asked uh, in his press conference this weekend about the young guys, said that either Bochamp or Jackson was going to have to play a role for this team down the stretch. None, wasn't sure which one, but one of them was going to have to. Neither played tonight. Uh, your thoughts? I mean, I think the, the the trade assets are going to be, you know, the same, and I, I I hope that they at least explore trading Bobby because I think that's the guy that, you know, he he has more value than Marjan or Andre Jackson or or Pat Connaughton. I mean, he just does. So, um, that's the guy I'm hoping they they look to trade. But I I, I mean, it's going to probably end up being some combination of Pat Marjan campaign, maybe like something maybe one to two of those guys that they end up trading like I'm not going to bet on them trading Bobby Portis I I think they could I just and I and I really think they should but I'm not gonna I don't know for sure that that's going to happen whereas I'm pretty confident that like Marjan probably gets traded or or again maybe Pat or campaign or some combination um I mean ultimately they're not going to be able to make some huge splash but I think again just getting the defense a little bit better or, you know, you know, there's a couple of things you could do, but I think ultimately it's going to come down to that defense and just getting like one guy that you can rely on off the bench a little bit. um, And that can maybe provide a little bit of scoring too, that, that you can put in there and just have, have some, someone reliable in that sixth to seventh man role that you feel like you're not going to get killed in their minutes when they come in. Cause right now it just feels like as soon as Bobby Pat campaign come in, it just, there, it, it feels like everything's about to go downhill, um, you know, and, and again, that's part of the reason these losses don't, you know, it was how they looked in the first half, I guess. I know the second half, it wasn't like the starters were fantastic either, but when the bench is the thing that's killing them, I mean, that rotation gets shortened come playoff time. You know, you're not going to get those minutes. I don't think you're going to see 12 straight minutes of Bobby Portis in the playoffs. I don't think you're going to see, many minutes at all, if any, of Bobby campaign and Pat all on the floor at the same time. Those were the like that was the lineup that took them from having a double digit lead in the first quarter to all of a sudden, you know, the Nuggets tie the game. Um that wasn't the starters doing that. So again, when that's the case, it's like, okay, I I don't know how worried I am about that long term. Now again, obviously you're hoping you can trade for another guy off the bench. It it shows you how bad this bench is, but I would rather have a bad bench and a core that I believe in then have, you know, maybe a little bit more depth, but you're not sure about the top guys. Um, Cause I think going forward and, and in the long term, the top six guys, maybe seven is what you rely on in the playoffs. And that's what really gets you to a championship. So I think they've got about four to five of those guys figured out. I think they got probably the top five figured out. Um, it's just a matter of getting one to two guys that you can rely on more consistently off the bench. Cause right now, again, as soon as those guys come in, it just does not feel like they're going to do anything. 
Dalton Sell of Behind the Buck Pass uh, put an article up today, uh, and it's based upon a report from Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports, who says the Bucks are a team rumored to be looking for point guard help on the market. Uh, and Fisher added that the Bucks are evaluating players in the quote upper echelon of potential trade targets. Now he goes through uh, Fisher, or, or I should say uh, Dalton Sell goes through uh, and lists what he thinks those guys may be. Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, is a guy that he put on this list uh, of one of three players that there may be. DeJounte Murray, a guy that we've talked about on this podcast, obviously uh, is another. And then the third, another guy we've talked about, Bruce Brown. We have not talked about Malcolm Brogdon at all. Uh, your thoughts on a Malcolm Brogdon potential reunion with the Bucks? Is that something you would see as beneficial and you would be down for if Brogdon found his way back to Milwaukee? Um, I mean, I'd be fine with it. I don't think it's going to happen, and I don't think he would even – I don't think Brogdon would want to be back here after the, what he said about Milwaukee and all that stuff. Like, I just – I don't see that happening at all, so I'm not even going to put too much thought into that. Um, I just – I don't see them getting players like that. I see them getting players like a Chris Dunn or something like that where you're trading campaign and a second-round pick for Chris Dunn. Um, I just don't see them getting a, a, a Brogdon type of, type of player. I, I don't see that happening. I don't see – you know, how a tree like that gets done. Well, in fairness, we didn't see the Dame Lillard trade and the wizardry of Horst uh, has amazed before. Yeah, I just, but I mean, at least with that, you you believe that, I, I just don't even believe Mark Brogdon would want to come here. Like I could, there's a part of me that squints and can see a Caruso trade somehow happening. It's so unlikely, but like I, I could see Horst pulling something off like that where you're like, oh, that's like a dream fit. And, um, you know, horse was able to get it done somehow, but I don't know. Brogdon seems a little bit random out there. I, I, I just don't see that happening. And again, most likely I'm just going to bet on that. They're going to make a smaller deal and kind of just work around the edges um, and trust that, you know, getting maybe one bench guy, you know, maybe two can just make this thing just enough better that it gets you over the top. I think Bruce Brown is a guy that everybody would want uh, if they could figure out a way to get as well. I agree with you. I don't think they get Brogdon, um, and I don't think they get Murray either uh, kind of going forward in this one, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Bucks lose this one, 113-107 to 107, uh, to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, another comment here from Patrick says, the offense was spread wider at the start of the game. When Brooke is hitting threes, why are we not sending cutters to the basket? Agreed. 1,000% agreed. Now, again, this is Doc's first game with his guys. Um, I love Jaeger, um, even though, you know, when he was a head coach, I was a fan of his. Uh, so I love him being Doc's kind of right-hand guy. The one thing that I'm interested in is I, I don't know if there's a cap on assistant coaches as far as how many coaches you can have on the sidelines. But normally in a situation like this, and we talked about this last week, Doc would probably bring an assistant with him. Okay, well, he's bringing two. As of right now, two. Normally, that would mean that two leave. So, as of right now, they just added these two, and everybody else apparently uh, is still on the sidelines, uh, according to reports. Now, at some point, they, do they eventually move on from a couple of guys to shrink that coaching staff back down, or are they just <laughs> going to go with an even larger jumbo sized coaching staff going forward? It was funny watching the game and seeing Prunty. Like, Doc would get up, and Prunty would step in front of Jaeger and grab, like, Doc's arm or whatever to try and tell him something, and Doc would listen to him. Okay. 
uh, and then he'd go walking away. Prunty was constantly trying to talk to Jaeger and gave him information as well. It's kind of like Joe is now in the, the, the sense of, okay, my job is to give them as much information as I can about guys and situations and that type of stuff more than maybe even, I, yeah, I don't want to take anything away from Prunty, but I think at this point he's going to rely on his two guys for in-game strategy stuff more be more than the guys on the bench that were already there. Uh, but I feel like that's kind of his role. Uh, and I don't believe Doc and Prunty have ever worked together. My guess would be Matumbo, if they're going to get rid of two guys, Matumbo was one guy because that was an Adrian Griffin Toronto guy. And then who's that? I forgot his name, Nathan. The other guy they brought in that was on the Nuggets coaching staff too. That was the late ad for Stotts, like two months in or whatever it was. Um, the other assistant they brought in from Denver to replace Stotts. I figure it's those two dudes that Doc says, it's fun, it's been real, you're out, uh, and we're going to go with these two guys in your place. That would be my guess. If they get rid of Pronti, I would be surprised. 